It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law, featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call us at 312-726-1243. If you live in Illinois, there's important pending legislation that you should be aware of. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be discussing that very shortly. Today, I am speaking again with Alan Skillcorn. A representative of the 66th District of Illinois, as a Republican in the House uh, here in Illinois, uh, he is fighting for practical and moral laws in our state. Uh, Allen first joined the political arena after witnessing how change was desperately needed in his own and surrounding communities. Uh, Allen, welcome back to the show. Absolutely. It's so good to be back. Last time we were talking about a lot of the practical side or fiscal side issues with the, uh, that our state is facing, and they're pretty dire. And uh, we sounded the alarm on that. But this time, we're going to look at another area, the social or the moral issues. Um, and I wanted to go into a, a great uh, amount of detail. We have a change of administration that's taken place. And in the area of uh, moral legislation taking place, we seem to be uh, falling further and further down and so I'd like to alert our listeners to some of those things that are going on. So tell us a little bit about the what's happened since we've had a new governor elected. And, and first off, I'm very much a fiscal hawk, uh, but I think it is appropriate to start talking about these moral issues. Uh, the fabric of our society is at risk of what's going on here uh, in Illinois, in other states, and to some degree around the nation. Uh, now, around the nation, some of the stuff has been addressed. Uh, with the current administration in Washington, but uh, frankly, here in Illinois, we've gone the, the opposite direction. So let's go back. Uh, just recently, there was uh, the governor came out, and this is not even legislatively, right? The governor's come out and said Medicaid is going to start uh, covering uh, these sex selection surgeries. Uh, and to give you an idea, we have bills sitting in the House right now to help kids with autism. We have bills uh, to help children that need urgent care uh, to get Medicaid coverage, and those are dead in committee. Yet the governor does an executive order, doesn't do this legislatively, to cover sex change surgeries under Medicaid. And you literally have a waiting list for Medicaid. There's thousands and thousands of people waiting for Medicaid services, and we're going to prioritize this. Uh, it, it's amazing to see uh, it. It, it, you know, I, I'm speechless at some of those things going on. So, and that's just, you know, that's just what just, just happened uh, just recently here in the state. Uh, but there's so many more that the legislator is working on. Uh, I know we, and before we, we came on, uh, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the LGBT school curriculum. Yes, I wanted to get into that yeah. right away. There's a new uh, bill that's been passed, at least in the House level, I believe. That's your level. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about that bill uh, and what it's requiring. What's really behind it also? Yeah, about a month ago, uh, the State House passed a bill that would add into the history curriculum uh, a mandatory, uh, and so this is, it would mandate all schools, including private schools, 
uh, a gay and lesbian history. Uh, and this would have to become part of the curriculum that each school district does. So it would even mean that they have to change uh, textbooks they buy. So what, at what levels this is K through? K through 12. So starting, in, starting at uh, kindergarten, we have to learn about gay history. What is that history? What, or, what will they be teaching us Or about? something like that. Uh, you know, you know, but we can, we can break this up a little bit. So a junior and senior in high school is probably appropriate to teach them a little bit about, you know, there was things that happened in the past or even more, more recent past. You know, I think of Harvey Mar uh, Milk's story in San Francisco. It's all right for a young adult, and I say adult, uh, to learn about those stories. But is it really appropriate for a grade school child to be, you know, learning about the, you know, two mommies or two daddies? Uh, this this is not what school – school is not for, uh, you know, this, this type of engineering. School is for, you know, learning the basics uh, of education. That's what's really important. Well, let's step back for a second because you use two words. It mandates history, but then you started talking more about, let's say, sex ed or sociology. And, and that is my fear as well. We're not even just talking history. We're really – it sounds like we're talking indoctrination. Am I – would you agree with me on that? Exactly. And, and by indoctrination, what do you mean when you say that? Well, of course, there's this, uh, you know, and I think of more of a social engineering, but yeah, it's indoctrination, that's what it is. Uh, it's, you know, making some of these lifestyle choices more mainstream. Um, but my, you know, here, my mind goes around, what are we cutting out? So there's, you know, you're owning school for 170 some days a year. That means we have to cut out something else. So what important thing are they teaching now that they have to cut out to make this indoctrination happen? You know, are we going to cut out the Trail of Tears from history? Are we going to cut out the Middle Passage from history? Uh, you know, this is, um, this is new and groundbreaking. This, and is this the direction we want the next generation? Is this the direction we want our society to go? You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of the law firm of Malk and Baker. If you're just tuning in, make sure to visit MalkBaker.com to hear the rest of this interview. You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter to get legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, I've been speaking with Representative Alan Skillicorn, and we've been talking about moral legislation in Illinois. Uh, Alan, as we've been talking about this, We've talked about what will be replaced. You, you uh, have a firm grasp on economy, and the idea is if you buy something, that means you can't buy something else. There's only so you're limited in your resources. So if we're going to teach this, we're going to get rid of something else. My guess is it won't be the Trail of Tears, and my guess it won't necessarily be the the uh, Middle Passage. It more likely be our founding fathers and and our earlier history and anything that has to do with. Um, what in the past was considered uh, pro-American. That, that's my guess, is, uh, given the other things that I've seen. So I would agree with you, something's going to go, but given what uh, is happening in our society, I have the things, things that we once would have thought were real American things are probably going to be uh, replaced. All right, so let's go on. So what do you do about this? It's gone through House. Um, the House has approved it. That's not surprising given that um, there's a Democratic majority there that almost has the ability to get through whatever it, it's looking to get through. So now what? Well, your listeners probably actually heard me gulp when you said that it would eliminate pro-American history. And that is true. I mean, 
Are, you know, are we not going to be hearing about the Declaration of Independence? Are we not going to be hearing about individual rights? Are we not going to be hearing about what has made our, our, our nation special, what has made our nation great? Uh, that could be the case. Uh, and so what's the process really like? Uh, so the House is made up of 118 people, This so you always need 60 votes for something to pass. Um, this was actually a pretty close vote. I mean, it was in the low 60s, real low 60s. Um, and unfortunately, we didn't stop it in the House, and it's going to go to the Senate now. Now, the Senate actually has a, a larger majority and is known to be a little more liberal than the House. So, I mean, it sounds like it might just sail right through the state, state Senate, but we still have to call. Well, can we count on our governor to protect us on this one? Well, Rich, our governor is the same man that uh, would rather fund uh, sex selection surgeries than help kids with autism. So he is not going to veto this. And frankly, this is the his the people his constituency. This is the people he wants to reach out to. This is the people he wants to please. So let's go back. You talk about his constituency. Um, is this actually something that most residents in Illinois want? I don't. I don't believe so. I think they'd rather have really good, high-quality schools and not indoctrination centers. And what have you heard from your own residents from your district? Well, most people don't talk about this in their first. You know, the first time you talk to them. I mean, this is not. This is not what we talk about in cocktail parties. This is not. You know, if we were having a conversation here between the two of us, is this the first thing we think of that this is what we want in our society? Want we want our schools? No, I mean. Uh, but there are certain special interests that are uh, absolutely committed to making sure things like this happen in our schools and, and happen everywhere. Well, uh, let's let's get into it. What what's the rationale for this? Why why do they want um, this particular teaching all the way down to kindergarten? What what's the what do they say is the reason for it? Well, they probably say they want. Uh, Equality. They probably say that they want people to be open-minded. Uh, they probably want, uh, you know, those altruistic things. Uh, but frankly, it comes down to a worldview which is very different than you and I. It's very different than, uh, you know, most of our listeners. Well, it, if if the idea is equality and and um, acceptance and things like that, what happens to the people who disagree with that view? when you begin teaching this? Well, we're intolerant, of course. Um, so it's not really a live and let live kind of um, perspective, I would take it. Well, when you're a know-it-all, by definition, you know it all. And in this case, when you say that, who's the know-it-all? So It's the left-wing professors. and uh, Well, we're, right now we're talking about uh, kindergarten teachers. I don't think we're talking about left-wing professors. Well, where did they go to school? Yeah. You know, where did they go to school? Where did they learn this agenda? Where did they learn this worldview? It certainly wasn't in this in this classes they shared with me or you. So, so I just come back on it. So, one of the things that I hear often is that this is to um, move away from bullying. Do you see that as a, as a real uh, advantage to a bill like this? I, it's we, we, I need more than a few moments to go into that. All right. Coming up, we will talk further with Alan Skillicorn, Illinois representative of the 66th District, about the moral issues present in the Illinois government and this session. Alan, we look forward to uh, picking up with you. I'm Rich Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
David Smith, Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute, an independent nonprofit ministry dedicated to boldly bringing a biblical perspective to public policy. Here at IFI, our mission is to support traditional family values, defend biblical truths, and uphold Christian morals. We consider Mauk and Baker our allies in this mission, and we are proud to support them in their legal endeavors. Mauk and Baker is a law firm that upholds Christian beliefs, putting God first. If you ever find your religious liberty and rights as a person of faith under attack, you can trust the attorneys of Mauk and Baker to fight for you. Mauk and Baker has a team of Christian lawyers who seek to achieve justice and advance the gospel through their work. If you have a legal need or question and would like the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243 or visit their website at maukbaker.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney at the firm of Mauk and Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to maukbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we're speaking with Representative Alan Skillicorn of Illinois 66th District. Uh, we've been talking about um, a bill that's uh, present before the, now it's going before the Senate, uh, having to do with uh, teaching LGBT history uh, beginning in K through 12. And I, as the break came on, I had asked um, Alan, um, well, why, uh, what's the rationale behind this bill? Is it, is it based primarily in bullying? And Alan had indicated, well, that's a long answer, so I can't get to it until after the break. All right, the break's over, Alan. What's your answer to this? And first, I'm going to plug my social media and such. So it's Alan Skillcorn. I represent uh, Elgin up the Crystal Lake and my... Uh, Actual web URL is www.allenskillicorn.com, allenskillicorn.com. My Facebook is Taxpayers for Skillicorn. I also have a Twitter, which is at Alan Skillicorn, uh, and that kind of covers that. So is this about bullying or is this about indoctrination? Um, well, first off, I mean, this is more about making this these behaviors, uh, this lifestyle normative. I mean, this is what this agenda is. So is that really going to help with bullying? I mean, you know, young children do, you know, silly things, foolish things, mean things. Uh, is basically advertising that some people are different than others a good idea to stop bullying? I mean, I'm not so sure. Um, shouldn't we be looking at the character that causes them to do mean things, not give them maybe more ammunition? Uh, and that's frankly, I mean, what it's, it is, it's about character. And our schools are not doing a very good job at, at teaching character. I mean, part of that comes from the family. It comes from the home. Uh, but I, I don't think that this is the solution. I mean, uh, is next, are we, are we going to have thought crimes? I mean, are you going to be like, well, you don't think of someone, you don't agree with someone, and that's that's bullying? I mean, it's not the case. It, um, Alan, when you do this, uh, I immediately hear the objections I often face when raising issues like this and that's oh you're now doing the slippery slope thing and um what does this have to do with free speech or anything else like that where where are you going with this why why did you draw those two together well, like that but it's behavior and your thoughts are two different things or behavior and 
if we're going to get into bullying, it's not why you bully or such. It's what you do. And that's really what, I mean, that's really what it's about. Uh, it's about your character. It's about uh, how you treat other people. And it, it isn't about, um, you know, Johnny might be different than, than Joseph or Johnny might be different than Sally. Uh, that, isn't, that isn't really the issue. And, you know, these are young people. They're formative years. Society is already trying to confuse them. I don't think the classroom should do it also. Well, so let me ask you this. What do you anticipate will be the most harrowing effect of, of this new legislation if it goes through? I think you're going to have kids that are already confused be more confused. That's what it really comes down to. I mean, there are children out there that are struggling with identity. And now they're going to find out there's this new identity, which is glamorized by TV society and now their teachers. I fear you're going to have more kids that are depressed. We're going to have more kids in antidepressants. Um, we're going to have more kids that are, are you know, getting into their, you know, their puberty years and, and are confused. You know, so I ask a question. Some of these seeing things seem to be common sense, and yet we don't see any common sense um, being raised. What what's going on in our in our legislature, in our government, in our culture that's that's doing this? What it it seems to me that um, we've lost a real direction. And how do you respond to that? Yeah, I think it really comes down to that worldview of uh, that. There is, you know, it isn't isn't our Lord God that's in control, but something that's godlike about government. And that's a small G godlike, uh, and that instead of. Uh, Instilling values, we have to, everyone has to be intolerant. You know, if you're intolerant, if you don't, if you have a rigid social structure, you're intolerant if you have a, a moral path. You're intolerant if you think that uh, there's only one way to heaven. Uh, I think that's what it really comes down to. This is like the root of it. Well, I, I always love that um, I'm intolerant towards intolerance, which is sort of what we're really seeing happening here. Um, so, in your vision. What can we as Illinois citizens do about this? How, how do, what do we do? Well, we still have to be involved. I mean, we, we are still constituents. You know, we still elect people. Uh, those people either decide to serve our interests or not serve our interests. And then we have the ability to replace them. So here's a question that I'm always asking in my mind. If my representative, let's say either for the state or in, in Congress, uh, is is liberal does it make any difference whether i contact him or not and let my opinions be known to him do you think it does i think it's still you must and you just have to be more effective about doing it uh so a very wise mentor of mine once told me uh that you punish bad political behavior and reward good political behavior uh you're listening to lawyers for jesus radio i'm rich baker of malkin baker and we're talking with state representative Alan Skillicorn, and we're talking about uh, the moral issues facing the state of Illinois. You know, I think that's a wise idea. And, and the, the first thing I'm hearing is that if I have a uh, representative or a senator who disagrees with me, probably the worst thing I can do is send scolding, belittling messages to them. Um, those probably get thrown out very, very quickly and have very, very little effect. Um, but a thoughtful message that does encourage where something uh, good has happened or asking respectfully for something that I believe is important is probably the way to do that. Would you agree with that? 
Oh yeah. If let's say you have a representative that's hostile to your worldview, hostile to your morality, uh, and frankly, probably hostile to some of the groups you're part of, it probably doesn't make sense to come in in a local like Right for Life group and meet with your representative if they're hostile to you. It probably doesn't make sense to come in from your parish or your church if they're hostile to your beliefs. But what if you got together with a couple people in your block or, you know, you know, you have parents go to the same school and like, you know, moms for, you know, district, you know, XXX, right? And they're not going to turn down a mom's group that meet with the representative, right? They're not. So you feel like this week or the there's times when they are home from on break and maybe like they're not in session on Mondays and stuff like that. Schedule a meeting. Go. This is moms from the local school district. And it might be two, three moms from the local church, and they confront them about some of these issues. They, con- they confront them about the life issues. They confront them about some of the uh, this indoctrination issues, and effectively put pressure on them. You know, these these uh, politicians are are weak willed, spineless jellyfish. All of them, okay. And whoever puts the most pressure, Alan, I'm looking on, at one of them. Does that include you? <laughs> and you say that. Well, I'm a little resistant. I, mean, I think so. So I, right. I, I have a sword in my office, and I only use it on lobbyists. Uh, but most of these people, I mean, they get in the Springfield bubble, and they're, 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 they're gone from Tuesday to Thursday, like almost every week, okay? And that means they're not around their wives or spouses, or, you know, husbands or wives. They're not around their, their structure, support structure. They're around other politicians and lobbyists. So it means they become like other politicians and lobbyists. So what happens if, you know, a group of two or three moms come in and confront them and put those values back in front of them? Uh, it can change these people. Well, and I'm also thinking that if, if I respectfully respond to uh, politicians that represent me, at least I'm making a statement that, you know what, not everybody's thinking that way. And if more and more people are, are registering that, for instance, uh, and, and this is not necessarily an Illinois issue on immigration. I'd love to see Congress act in some way, um, and I'm not even putting what that way is, but you know, just to sit and have this stalemate isn't doing any good. And what they really need to realize is that something needs to be done, and this is really a big issue that, that they need to um, address. And I, so, in, so in Illinois, what are the big issues, the big moral issues that we're facing right now? Well, obviously that agenda, that anti-family agenda – uh, we, we have to talk about the life issue. I mean, we have numerous bills in Illinois that would make us just as bad as New York on the life angle. Um, now we have we have good bills too. I've, I've filed a couple pro life bills myself, uh, but they don't get any, any you know time. Uh, but unfortunately, there is a bill that could move any minute now, and that is to eliminate uh, Illinois' uh, parental notice law. So right now, uh, it, it's been that way for 25 years. We've had this law; it hasn't only been enforced for the past couple of years. But if you are a young woman uh, under the age of 17, you know, there is parental notice law here in Illinois. And, yeah, if there's a situation where there's abuse at home or something, there's a situation uh, going on where the courts can step in and, and, and you know, move away from that. Um, but right now, some of these are, you know, serious surgical procedures. And uh, there's parental notice here in Illinois. There is a bill to get rid of that here in Illinois. Yes, I'm, we worked on that bill to, to, in the litigation to bring it forward. Alan, uh, we have so much more to talk about and we've run out of time again. Let Give me that website again. How do people get a hold of your blog? What do we do? Yeah, so alanskillicorn.com, which is A-L-L-E-N-S-K-I-L-L-I-C-O-R-N. Um, so Taxpayers for Skillicorn is the Facebook. 
Uh, Twitter is Alan Skillcorn. I've got Instagram and all that too. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy to represent the people and, and stick up for the little guy. Uh, Alan, I really appreciate your um, outspokenness as you um, are willing to talk about issues that sometimes are not politically popular right now. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we look forward to more conversations because there's a lot going on in Illinois. Thanks again. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Mauk and Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Baker, attorney for the firm of Mauk and Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. have to serve somebody Yes indeed You're gonna have to serve somebody